Good morning, everybody. This is Genevia. And this is Jennifer. And you are tuned into Soap Talk, where candid conversations cleanse the mind, heal the heart, and encourage the spirit. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk. And without further ado, let's jump into the interview. I agree. I think that was the the motto, the mantra, it, well, I don't want to say mantra, but the motto for last yes. year, just, yes. it, it is what it is. Like, it is. <laughs> what can we do about it? There's nothing I can do about it. It's yep. out of my control. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Still is though. We're not done yet, but yeah. Yeah, there you go. But it, it, I guess, it, like you said, it became more apparent yes. of how much uh, we had not surrendered because we were, you know, keeping our <laughs> own, you know, keeping our own uh, reality in our heads that we had some type yes. of control and I'm like we are in control of nothing <laughs> I can't control when I wake up it, it's not my alarm clock it's God that's waking me up like it's, even to that littlest point it's, we it was like seriously reiterated so I agree I definitely exactly agree. exactly it's beautiful to see her push through if if I must die I must die that's mm-hmm. a beautiful yes. place to be as a uh, as a believer mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm willing to give up everything, including my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I can. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the that's, that's mm-hmm. all I have. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yep. yeah. So it was that was a beautiful scripture, and thank you for mm-hmm. for reminding me of that scripture. Amen. And once you get there, you're invincible, as God wants us to be. We we are people who should fear nothing. Okay, nothing greater is He that is in me than He is in the world. We should believe that at all time, but. It seems like at times we have to go through a 2020 to remember that. And as Genevia said, I have no power. <laughs> I have no control. It's all in God's will. And once you get there and find peace in that, we can, we can go through anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the key, Brother Tolls. Once you find peace in that, then, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. That's the key. Amen. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to jump into the next question, which is making reference to Paul's testimony in Galatians 2.20. Uh, how does that look in in a Christian community? Okay, well, let's, let's read Galatians two twenty. Uh, as we try to develop develop our Christian communities, uh, Paul says in Galatians two twenty in the NLT, "My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Yeah. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me." Okay, so it's one of the first songs I learned. In, 96. <laughs> um, I'm crucified in Christ. So how does that how does that help our communities? Uh, and, and again, it's a concept of our old life dying and Christ living. All right. That, that we know we, we pass away from what I believe is essentially living, walking dead, and we become walking true life people, okay, mm-hmm. because of Christ. And you know, I I I, th- I think that this idea is once we begin to live like Christ and put aside the old us, then the, the, the things that held us back are, are no longer there. We are now people who can actually act like Jesus. And so when I read that, because my, my old self is gone, I have now put upon myself the lifestyle and the actions of Christ Jesus. And what does that mean? For me, I look into the Bible, especially for our communities, because our, our job as a Christian community, essentially, is to save the lost. That, that, mm-hmm. that really is our number one job. I, I, I know we do other things, <laughs> but I think we should remember our number one job is to save the lost and to change our communities for the better. What did Christ do? 
once we become Christians, we actually can act like Christ because we are put into the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. So what, what did Christ do? He was always around people. He was always around sinners. He was always talking to people about the Lord. And I think that we as a church cannot forget that, that we should not forget our job is to be around sinners, is to be around people and glorifying God amidst them. That's all Christ did. He was always talking to people, talking to sinners and bringing people to God. That's also our job. And we can do that. <clears throat> Whatever else gets in the way of that is, is not acting like Christ. So that, that, that's number one, to be with people as Christ was. That's our objective. But also, this is very difficult, <laughs> to love people the way mm -hmm. Christ loved people, yeah. right? To love everybody. Mm -hmm. And the Bible it says that he looked across Jerusalem and he desired to bring them to himself, mm -hmm. like, like, like a hen does with her chicks. And I wonder if we love everybody like that. <clears throat> I, I think that we should in Jerusalem, there's all kinds of sins going taking place. But I think today we categorize people that we want to love. Okay, we, we have we have different levels of people that we want to love very much as a church. Uh, we feel bad for certain kind of sinners more than other kind of sinners. We we want to embrace a certain kind of people. But Christ, if we have put aside our old selves and we are operating as Christ, then we love everybody. And you know, I, I think to 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 love people passionately the way Christ did. Not, not, not just like them, not tolerate them, being able to view their sin as being sin, but loving the sinner as Christ did, that, that, that's, that's a power. That's a power. And that's my prayer is that I can love everybody in that way. And it's not easy, not easy to love our, to love our, our enemies. And to have this attitude, as you recall in Luke 23, Luke 23, 34, in Luke 23:34, he's on the cross. His enemies are surrounding him, rejoicing. It seems like he has lost. It seems like Satan has won. And we as Christians may find ourselves, our churches may find ourselves in that position. And when we, when we are there at the very end of our patience, how do we act? This is what Christ said in Luke 23:34. He said, Father, forgive them. <laughs> for they know not what they do. Let me tell you right now that when I'm in a situation where I'm being hurt, attacked, that's not my first thought. My first thought is, Father, get me out of this, okay? <laughs> um, Father, hurt them. Father, get revenge. No. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. How would our churches change if you viewed everybody around us that way, more like that? Like, Lord, not, let's not be angry with them. Let's not fight them and try to hurt them or, or call them enemy or stay away from them. Lord, forgive them, Lord. They're, they're, they're clueless. They're ignorant. Let's bring them, let's have sympathy for them and bring them to our churches, to our communities. We have to be this way, especially out here in the Bay. We, we, we have to be this way, guys, or, or we're not going to make it. <laughs> we must have an attitude of loving our enemies. Amen. Amen. I, I, um, I get a little... <sighs> it's, it's when you were talking about it, it's like the emotion was welling up in me because especially within the body, mm -hmm. you know, we could just love, and we're to love all people. Everybody. But we, our, our last episode was on partiality. And when you talked about love, mm -hmm. you know, 
my prayer is that we really can love on each other the way we're supposed to. Amen. Because um, people are struggling in different areas, you know, and um, take your time. I want to love. I want to learn to love like God. Amen. You know, it is very challenging because you get upset. And you, like you said, Father, I want revenge, you know, but I pray that we can have patience with one another, Amen. you know, because we're all coming from different areas of life, different Mm -hmm. life experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what I can say about Central is that Mm -hmm. we were all from different backgrounds, but boy, the love in there, yeah, it was incredible. And it tried. For me, it helped me grow tremendously. And so I know right now there's a lot of um, racial tension, you know, and it it could even come, it it even exists within the body. Unfortunately, that that's, that's where, that's where we're at. And I pray that we can, um, like Jesus, like you said, um, you know, Jesus having compassion, even though he was being crucified, Mm -hmm. you know, and if we can crucify our flesh and have compassion and oh, yeah. forge relationships and have discussions and keep talking for Amen. better understanding of your brother and sister. Amen. I feel like, you know, it would bless us tremendously. Absolutely. So to, to, to realize that we are all part of the body of Christ, that itself should, that, that itself right there should be the reason we treat, we treat each other. Well, you're part of the body of Christ. Amen. I'm part of the body of Christ. Let's love each other. But, but yes, uh, especially in 2020, such a divided time and that division entered the church and, um, we, we needed to battle that. We needed to fight that racism, that hatred, that division with love. And it turns out Jesus Christ is the only answer to these problems. Turns out. So I agree. I agree. So we got some great conversation going on and uh, let's go ahead and continue. Um, the next question is the phrase, let go and let God is a well-known and often used phrase amongst Christians today. So would you elaborate um, on the core meaning of that phrase, Brother Tullis? Well, I'll give my opinion of that. And, and it's one of those phrases which, is, it, when I first heard it, sounds kind of corny. But the more I'm in the faith, the more I say, nope, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> okay? yeah. It's the truth. And for me, personally, in my ministry, in my position as a minister, let go and let God means um, get out of the way of God. Okay. I, I think so often we as Christians want to put our own stamp on our ministries. We want to put our own stamp on everything. And sometimes that's not what God wants. God wants to have, God wants his stamp on things. And I think so often in terms of ministries and, and leadership and, and families and people that we talk to, let God be, let God take care of the issue. Let, let God do this. Give God time as well. So often we want to actively do things and okay, this five minutes pause, I must do something. Okay. When actually let, let, let God work, let, let God do his thing. And Lord, take, let me take my opinion out of this more and more, Lord. Let me take my, um, my, 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 my emotions and my biases out of the situation more and more, Lord. Let me, let me, um, Lord, how, how, how can I reduce myself so much that you are the person involved in this more than anything else? So for me, let go and let God is, you know, Christianity for me is not so much 
I, for me, it's not so much um, me and how much me I can push, how much me I can show. It's how much of myself can I get rid of so that God can be in this place. Amen. And that's the dream. That's the goal. Um, because I believe we can be people who uh, let God, um, then we're going to see mighty powers and mighty things take place. Uh, I think Jonah, I mean, how, how, do we, how do we be people who can go to a city like Nineveh, mm-hmm. which was about as evil as any city there is today? Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go, but he eventually went and the whole city changed. How, 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 do you, how do we do this today? And I think more and more, it's, it's putting aside, Jonah literally had to put aside his own intentions, his own desires, his own feelings. He, he did not want to go there. Yeah. He put it all together. <laughs> he did not want to go. He literally said, I'm doing this only for you and preach the pure, the, the pure message of God. And can we do that? Can we be people who willingly, maybe not like Jonah unwillingly, but willingly say, God, none of me, all of you, less of me, more of you. And I think that's, that, that to me is what let go and let God means. And if we do so, I believe we're going to see mighty things take place in our churches mighty things take place in the West Coast for the Lord. Amen. That concludes another episode of Soap Talk. We want to thank you for joining us today. Please join us tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. as we delve back into the topic. So thank you so much. God bless and we love you. Bye. Bye.